What's possible if you let go of the shoulds, right wrongs, and supposed tos? What could you create? Who would you get to be? And what would you experience as a leader, parent, colleague, or whatever hat you're wearing? What qualities would you bring to the space? This podcast will invite and empower you to step over the idea of waiting for tomorrow or for someday and begin today of foraging hand in hand with your fear, your first bold leaps towards the life, team, or business that truly fills you up and inspires you. Hi, I'm your host, Rebecca Zimmerman, executive life and leadership coach and recovering perfectionist. If you believe it's time to step out of the rat race and into your own success on your own terms, you're in the right place. Welcome to Trailblazing Growth. Welcome back. Today's episode is from a real life event from my life, and I'm currently in the discovery phase. I'm currently standing for possibility and what that feels like in the moment and still choosing into something that's a bit uncomfortable on behalf of a vision, on behalf of what could be rather than succumbing to fear, rather than succumbing to avoidance of judgment. And so to give you some content, we, we being my husband and I, we are also property managers. So we have real estate and we're landlords effectively. And so we have residential, we have commercial. And so for this particular matter, this is about a commercial tenant who has occupied the space for a long time, and we've actually acquired them as a tenant. And their lease is naturally expiring here soon. And so their notice of whether they want to stay or whether they want to leave is approaching. And we engaged them over a year ago about this impending event of are you staying or are you going? It's like the song. And so there's been some discussion, but there's been a lot of feet dragging. And we've been very specific with our ask of what we want. And this tenant is a government entity. And so there's a bit of, and I know this is a judgment, and so I'm going to go ahead and label it as such, but there's a bit of strong arming happening. It's like negotiation techniques of Let's go ahead as the government entity and drag our feet and and all the way up until about 30 days before our notice is due. And then we're all of a sudden, we're going to tell the landlord being us what we want. And so it's a technique. And it's really interesting because the experience that it's intended to evoke is fear in the other party of well, like we don't have any other prospects and it's supposed to evoke well, like We've been going through this whole process. We don't want to start all over, especially with somebody new. Or we don't want them to leave because we we don't want to go through all this effort. And so it's intended to create the experience of being effectively strong-armed into the deal that they're currently offering. And so that's where support kicks in as to help put elevation over the content to see the context. And the context being, I don't want to rock the boat. And so the question naturally is, what boat? Whose boat? Who determines the rockage, like the rocking of the boat? 
And why are you the person that's rocking by stating your desires, by stating your needs? And at what point constitutes the rocking of the boat? And I know that kind of took that metaphor and really strung it out, but it's effectively like who's holding the measuring stick? And it's typically this proverbial you. Like, well, I don't want them to think, you know, well, who's them? It's like, well, a community member. Okay, if that, who's that community member? And let's say you're calling this person Jane Doe. It's like, okay, so if Jane Doe was in the same situation, Jane Doe still have this idea of who you are as a person. It's like, okay, well, probably not. And so it's like breaking down that fear bite by bite to see that your fear is just trying to, to use this really old, outdated story in this content today. And it's trying to drive the boat to keep you safe and protect you. And what it's protecting you from is avoidance of judgment, fear of being judged. What are they going to think? Who is they? And so this fear of rocking the boat and to flip that on its head is what if all you're doing, what if you come from a place of, I'm going to stabilize my boat. When I'm committed to stabilizing my own boat, what does that mean for this moment right now? And for us, that means their proposed offer does not make sense. It doesn't make sense with the rising cost of inflation, with the rising cost of just how much it costs to buy a furnace nowadays if their furnace went out, or there's very intellectual, logical reasons as to why this doesn't make sense. But beyond that is, why are you so worried or why am I so worried about rocking the boat? It's because society has trained me to be that good girl. Society has trained me. I should just go ahead and take their offer because it's just easier to, because life is hard and things are moving too fast. It's just money coming in from rent. And so then these societal beliefs come in as to privileged, at greed, as to materialistic. And it's really easy to kind of go down the slippery slope that some people have that have projected onto me and that it's really easy to adopt. So I'm going to use the word codependency here, which I know is like a therapeutic diagnosis. But what that effectively is, is what you think of me, I think of me. What you feel about me, I feel about me, which is pretty dangerous, right? It's if you think I'm being greedy, then all of a sudden I think I'm being greedy and then I change my behavior really based on what you think of me. If you feel like I'm being chauvinistic, if you feel like I'm being materialistic or uncaring or or whatever it might be, then all of a sudden I'm going to alter my behavior. I'm going to alter my decisions, my business decisions, my family decisions, whatever it might be, because I'm trying to make you happy, which will make me happy. And so it's scary stuff, right? All right, I'm quickly jumping in to tell you about a powerful mastermind beginning this April, and it's for the fierce female treading water who's ready to step into her power, work less, and find her joy. This woman hustles all of the time wearing all of the hats. Her personal life is left with the breadcrumbs. She's tired of her judgment being questioned by others, and her inner chatter sucks, keeping her up at night as she's doubting herself, reliving her worst moment, or anxiously waiting for tomorrow when she has to be the bad cop again. She wants real friends that actually get her, and she's tired of seeing these other women post pictures of them and their, quote, tribe by the beach with a Mai Tai in their hand because she doesn't experience that. She doesn't have that, and she really wants it. She wants more time. She wants more energy. 
She wants peace of mind. She wants to rest guilt-free. And she wants to heal the bullshit hustle. If this resonates with you, then this is for you. Click into my show notes and register for my Heal the Hustle Mastermind. It's two coaches, one sisterhood, and it starts this April. All right, back to the show. And so here in this moment, I don't want to rock the boat. That's just kind of a clever way of, I want you to like me. I want the community to like me. I don't want small town drama. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's a world of acting in avoidance. And so it's a game of playing to not lose. What if you were playing a game to win? And what if stabilizing the boat, that's actually an act of playing to win? Trying to not rock the boat, that's effectively playing to not lose. When you're trying to not do something, it really confuses your brain as to, well, what am I supposed to be doing? And that's where trying to come from right, wrong kicks in. I don't want to make the wrong decision. And there's the, I don't again. I don't want to make the wrong decision. Playing to not lose. It's still providing no direction. It's like saying, I don't want to go to Ohio for vacation. Well, then where are you going, right? Where's the direction? And so fear loves to play this tricky game. And so here in this moment, and honestly, this is pretty vulnerable because I have no idea how this deal is going to pan out, but my husband and I are choosing to stand for possibility. We're choosing to stand for ourselves. We're choosing to stabilize our own boat and actively and consciously keep developing this new muscle that we are developing as a couple, we are developing as individuals, we're developing as business owners to not protect the other party, to not worry about what other people are going to think, which is an active muscle that needs developed just like, I keep going back to riding a bike, but just like riding a bike, it's a skill to be learned. It's easier said than done of not caring about what other people think, but it's a whole paradigm shift. It's a whole context shift. And what if the context shift is, I'm here to stabilize my own boat. And the possibility I see is maybe that space could be changed into residential opportunity. Maybe that space could be changed into some sort of fitness gym, into a yoga studio, maybe another tenant would be really attracted to that. Maybe another tenant who does a similar activity as this government agency, that's our existing tenant, maybe they, maybe a private entity will come in and do a similar activity. And so it has you shed this fears off of you. It has you shed the shame off of you when you start seeing the possibility. It's like being in a high-rise building and never really knowing that you have these huge windows behind you because you've always been staring at the inside. You haven't been looking outside towards the windows. And one day in your big chair, you spin around and you look at the windows and you see the beauty of the city that you've never seen before. And you're like, oh my gosh, my head burrowed in this corner over here when I have this huge view. And it's at this place that we're standing right now when we see this huge view, we see the possibility and we're choosing into possibility versus choosing into fear. It's a very conscious and intentional decision of I am committed to stabilizing our boat and what that looks like is this. And if this 
tenant comes back, this government entity comes back and continues to strong arm us, then I guess they're just going to vacate. And even saying that I can feel the tinge of fear show up and say, well, you don't want to be that person who kicks out this tenant in this small town. And so easily does that show up. It shows up for me. It shows up for my clients. But that's where that elevation, it's getting that support to get elevated over that again and see that I am not causing this to happen, right? Like this is every action has a natural reaction, an equal and opposite reaction. And so I did not cause the feet dragging, like, they were intentional, I'm assuming, right? We can only assume that the decisions that they made were conscious and intentional or that this is a natural byproduct of the inefficiencies. That also could be how it happened. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter how we got to this place, but we're here and we're standing in this place and this government entity is saying, hey, we want this really low rate. And for us, we're looking at this And they want to lock this in for like a 10-year projection. It's like, this doesn't make sense. If you dip into the skills that you have, if you dip into the resources that you have, if you get support from a leader, from a coach, from a mentor to gain elevation over this so you can, can start playing to win, so you can stabilize your boat and you can step away from the whole, I don't want to rock the boat. And you can step away from the playing to not lose game. And you can step in and see the possibility and play to win for possibility. Hey, it's a possibility that this government entity will come back and provide a competitive offer. And like you take that, that is part of the possibility. It's also part of the possibility that they don't. And something else can transpire like another tenant who has been waiting for this lease to end. And all you have to do is step in, hold your fierce hand. Hold your fierce hand and say, you know what? Hey, old friend, I see you and I'm here with you and we're going to walk together and we, yeah, you're right. I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen because it's the future. But to sit here and sit in dread and worry about what could be to then avoid what could be because there's so much beauty that could be, right? It's, it's that turning around and seeing the skyline that you've never seen before and standing for it and being like, no, I choose this skyline where there's so much more possibility versus keeping my blinders on and only looking down at my desk and kind of nose to the grindstone. So that's the place that we are at. That's what's been presented to us in this chapter of our life. And it's been a lot of fun. Without the support um, from my coach, I don't think I would label it as fun, right? I don't think I would label it as fun. And, but I'm able to now. I'm able to come from a place of playing to win. I'm able to come from a place of stabilizing my boat. And I can measure that, right? I can have ownership of that. I can be responsible of that. To take on the responsibility of not to not rock the boat. It's so ambiguous. It's so unclear. Whose boat? Who determines when it's being rocked? And why is it somebody else? And why is it based on, like, likely, likability? Why is it based on keeping things quiet? Why is it based on all of these things that you have no control over? The only thing you have control over is your own bank account, right? But you really don't even have that much control over based on, like, 
Who knows if there's going to be a recession that happens? Who knows? The moment that you actually gain the most control is the moment that where you see that you don't even have control. That's a whole other podcast episode, but it's at play here. And so to stabilize your own boat is to playing to win and to stand for that possibility. And we have no idea what's going to happen. And I'll probably pop back on here later on to let you know what happens. But here I am standing for possibility, not kind of appeasing the situation, not being that good girl who just does what they say, not being that good girl who just says, okay, if that's what you're going to offer, then I might as well take it because that's the best we'll get. And not being that good girl who is scared of what the community will think, right? And it's standing on my own and standing for myself and saying, hey, this doesn't make sense. And so we're going to reject your offer. And what would you like to come back and counter that as? Or here's our counter. And it's the same thing that we've been asking for, right? And it's really fair and it's really reasonable. And any other tenant in that space would be happy to pay that. And it's actually believing that. It's actually believing that somebody out there in the world will choose into what you're offering, will choose into what possibility you see. It's actually believing that somebody out there will. And so that's the message I have for today from my own personal experience, sharing a bit of vulnerability of real content happening in my life that has me step in hand in hand with fear and choose messy, imperfect action that's bold to keep choosing into possibility, to keep generating the life that I want rather than the life that I should have or rather than the life that somebody else thinks I should have or rather than a life that doesn't rock any other boat, but a life that I actually want and choosing into the messy action, choosing into the bold things that aren't going to feel bold anymore. Right now, this feels bold, so I'm meeting me where I'm at and I'm sharing that with you. But maybe tomorrow this isn't going to feel bold. Last year, I could say that this would wreck my nervous system, that I, would have, I wouldn't have had the elevation, I wouldn't have had the awareness to see what was driving me right now, to see what rocking the boat, what that actually is telling me about my mindset, what that's telling me about what's been driving. And I'm here to live this life and play to win versus play to not lose. And I invite you to do the same. So thank you so much for listening and keep trailblazing growth and taking those bold, messy, imperfect leaps. See ya. If you'd like to connect, send me an email to coach at trailblazersgrowth.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at trailblazersgrowth. Finally, make sure to check out my website, trailblazersgrowth.com for all details about individual coaching and upcoming group programs. See you next time.